Welcome to A Priceless Perspective with the Confidence Coach, Dr. Nicole Steele. This power-packed podcast was designed for ladies and leaders who are ready to unveil their purpose, unpack their potential, and understand they are simply priceless. As an award-winning program executive, prominent advocate for women and girls, published author, professional speaker, and personal confidence coach, Dr. Steele brings over 25 years on the front line addressing issues that matter to ladies, leaders, and little girls. She is passionate about helping others uncover the beauty, boldness, and brilliance within as they walk with confidence and clarity in who and whose they are. From the classroom to the boardroom, Dr. Steele and her priceless posse of professionals bring information and revelation that sparks transformation in the lives of the listeners. Are you ready to uncover the true brilliance within and tap into your full potential? Are you prepared to discover and embrace the things that make you uniquely you? Are you ready to find your voice and walk at a new level of confidence without apology? If so, you are tuned into the right place. A priceless perspective with confidence coach, Dr. Nicole Steele is designed to do that and more. Now let's get the show started with your host, the confidence coach, Dr. Nicole Steele. Welcome to A Priceless Perspective. I'm your hostess, Dr. Nicole Steele, the confidence coach, and I've committed my life to helping ladies, leaders, and little girls uncover the beauty, boldness, and brilliance within. I desire to see women of all ages walk with confidence and clarity in who and whose they are. If you're joining us for the first time, you should know that this Power Pack podcast was designed for ladies and leaders who are ready to unveil their purpose, unpack their potential, and understand they are simply priceless. As always, I have the pleasure of sharing this priceless platform with team with a team of phenomenal women who I refer to as my priceless posse. These women rotate as co-hosts depending on the topic that we're sharing in a, in a particular episode. Today, I am thrilled to welcome uh, a woman that I've had a pleasure of walking with for close to a decade. She's a corporate trainer, a motivational speaker, a published author of multiple books, and a personal courage coach. In addition to working professionally as a global trainer for one of the largest corporations in America, she also serves as the vice president of Gym Makers LLC, and as my partner in purpose, her name is Dion Parker, and we affectionately call her D. Welcome to the show, D. Yes, woo woo. Yes, <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> well, as always, we are we are happy to have you here at the Prices Perspective at the table. Uh, again, sharing the platform, we've had an opportunity, you and I, to grace multiple stages and platforms um, over the years, empowering women and girls of all ages, whether it's been in a classroom or in the corporate boardroom or in churches, um, courses or conferences. You know, we, we have tag teamed quite a bit and we have seen incredible results from those who've participated in the things that we've offered. We have seen the participants of our services enlightened 
We've seen them grow and develop, and we've seen countless individuals gain their confidence and their courage to live their dreams. What do you find to be the most rewarding about the work that we do? Oh, my goodness. You know, I sometimes I feel selfish because that answer, I mean, that question is so just ooh, so rich, but sometimes I feel selfish because I get a chance to sit on the front row seat of somebody else's journey and watch God transform their life. Yes. How incredible, you know, to be able to see someone coming in who has, you know, lacked confidence and the courage to go out and do the things that they know that they were created to do. But the reward is being able to see God in his fullness, just operating in and through them. That to me is the biggest reward. And I feel like Chester Cheetah because I can't stop grinning when I'm watching these (laughs) men like, ah, you are in it. (laughs) It is pretty amazing. It is pretty amazing. You know, I find it actually, you know, almost comical that of all of the topics and all of our experience that God would bring our paths together mm-hmm. um, and, and have a calling on the two of us of all people to really hone in on the issue of confidence and courage. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with our personal journeys and even some of the things that we've shared as business partners and friends for so many years. Um, <laughs> He does truly take the foolish things to confound the wise. And so um, it is, it's really interesting. Um, I have learned, and, and I know that you agree that confidence and courage are the keys. Um, as, as many of the listeners know for years, I have focused on empowering uh, women and girls and, and leaders um, in the area of, of confidence and helping them find their voice, mm-hmm. whether it's climbing the corporate ladder, whether it is a mother who might be in a season of transition and having to find her confidence as she, you know, juggles the m- multiple hats that she's wearing, whether it's a young person who is maneuvering through adolescence and adulthood, trying to figure out who they are and help find their voice. Confidence is key, but Confidence isn't the only thing that is needed. That is just one key ingredient to the overall picture. We, I know we, we, we agree wholeheartedly that it's one thing to have confidence and it is an essential part, but you also need courage, right. you know, cause you can right. have confidence all day, mm-hmm. but without the courage to take a step or to do something different, right. you're just confident and stuck. And right. so I know, I know that um, your first book, which was phenomenal, by the way, um, it's called Girl, Get Your Swag Back. But I know many of our listeners may not be familiar with it. So can you briefly share um, the basis of the book and what prompted you to write the book? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, um, Nick. I think it's so interesting Um you know, just I want to just compliment you on what you just said, because I think it's super important for people to understand exactly what you just said, you know, that there is something about those key ingredients that we need to have. And confidence and courage are not dispositional. They're situational. 
Right. So, you know, we have to, you know, it looks different in different situations and different seasons. And so to, to answer your question around um, the first book that God ordered me, and I will say ordered, because I did not set out on this journey to just all, you know, be naked and unashamed of, before everyone. <laughs> but he said I needed to, to write my story and tell the truth. And so um, the swag in Girl Get Your Swag Back stands for self-confidence, walk with God, attitude of gratitude, and God-given gifts and talents. And I want to say this, um, it's swag because the W is very crucial, which is our walk with God. And God told me, leave me out of this. If you will, you will have sag. Your swag will be sag. And that is not cute. (laughs) Your swag cannot be sagging. So I just want to let you know that that is the strongest letter in that, that word swag there. And so what prompted that was um, when I was 18 years old, I was stabbed with a six inch butcher knife by my sister's abuser. And um, I went through a season of my life, several seasons of my life, faking, fooling and fronting like I had swag. (laughs) In fact, I lost all of that. My self-confidence just was non-existence. My walk with God, I had walked away, put it on the shelf and just moved on and thought I could do everything I you know, I was trying to play Jesus Jr. there, but it wasn't working there. <laughs> My attitude looked like the Tasmanian devil. For those of you who remember that little character um, from Looney Tunes that would spin off and had, yeah, hair and teeth and all that, that was me when I would get very upset. Um, and my gifts and talents, I I thought I had them, and but I walked away from it because I just didn't feel confident enough to use them. Um, and so... I sat down in a season where I had gotten sick and tired of being sick and tired. I knew that there was more and I just didn't understand where, and I just didn't understand what had happened to me in my life and what was going on and why I was bubbling over. And so I asked God, there has got to be more Lord. There has got to be more to this story. There has to be a purpose to all of this brokenness that I was feeling. And he clearly told me that it was not for me. I had to be healed from that in order for me to be able to help other people walk in theirs. And so he gave me the opportunity. And I say opportunity now because it did not feel that way. (laughs) To be able to honestly tell my story. And it was a healing journey for me. I, read, I sat down and I wrote what was going, what happened to me, what um, helped me to get through that, what delivered me, um, and it was a process. It was a formula that he was creating for me to get my swag back in order for me to help other women get their swag back. So yes. very interesting journey, I will say. <laughs> I tell you, as someone who was there uh, with you or witnessing you going through that process, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love the acronym, the self-confidence, the walk with God, attitude of gratitude and God giving gifts and talents. But those four pieces, which are, are essential, couldn't have happened. That book couldn't have come about had you not had the courage. Yes. I remember you kicking and screaming. I remember you trembling in fear. I remember you shying back and saying, I can't do this. I remember the, the moments and the seasons and the process right. that, um, you know, that ultimately resulted in you writing the book. But I think the, 
the feelings that you experience, the fear of the unknown, all of those things are real things that grip us as women, as girls, as just human beings. And so um, you going through that and pressing through all of that discomfort, all of that uncertainty, all of the self-doubt, you know, who wants to hear from me? What do I have to say? And I remember even when you were writing the book, it initially it was so funny because you were just kind of surfacy, just kind of, I'll just give this little bit. I'll just, I'll just give a little bit. And God was clearly like, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. Exactly. <laughs> and so he made you do the work and, and dig deeper. But now on the other side of that, many years later, I look at all of the incredible women who have, because of your obedience, because of your courage, have now found their courage and found their swag and are doing incredible things. I think that that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I know that you have created um, over the years some additional tools. Can you tell our listeners about some of the other components and the different ways that women are getting their swag back? Amen. Absolutely. You know, it started with the book and the obedience to that was one thing. And God said, go further. (laughs) It wasn't just going to be found in the pages of this book. So he required a masterclass. And so now we have the swag, girl, get your swag back. Six week masterclass, which allows women to actually come. Let me, let me preference it with this women who are ready, who are ready. to go to a space that they have not gone to maybe in a long time or just haven't gone to before in order for them to rebuild in those areas. And so it really does require you to do the work. So we go in there, we get very, very deep um, pretty quickly. It's an intimate group. Six weeks is not a long time, but they do the work. And I have seen some of the most phenomenal transformations from that six-week masterclass and some of the most phenomenal networking resources, uh, friendships that have come from that. Women have birth books, businesses, broadcasts. They're out there doing the thing. <laughs> These swag grads. So shout out to the swag grads. They are amazing. Yes, yes. Um, we also have the self-guided. So there are women who may not be um, in a position to be in the masterclass. Maybe they, you know, and maybe it's not for you to want to express yourself in amongst a group Um, and you want to do it from the privacy of your own home and you want to just do it by yourself. And so you have the ability to do that in our self-guided piece. And so you can do that virtually from the comfort of your own home with a cup of tea, um, video driven, and you can do all the activities right there for yourself, but you can also couple that with a um, swag coaching session as well. So there's a couple of different ways you can do that. So really excited about that. And then those of you who have ministries or organizations that service women and you are looking for curriculum, or maybe you're maybe in the middle and said, you know, I'm trying to write curriculum. I just don't know. I can't get it all done. Well, guess what? We've got it for you. So you can actually be certified and become a swag or master swag coach in this and take your people through it. So you can get the license for the swag curriculum. You would be trained in how to take your groups through this. You'll have all the materials and necessities that you need in order for you to be successful. 
And I think that's great because this is a tool that was designed to be integrated, whether, again, you have an existing program, a ministry, a women's group, a book club. It is something that you can take and you can run with. She has provided the framework. She has provided the, you know, everything that's needed, but yet and still you can make it your own. And more importantly, you can join a community of women worldwide, not just nationwide, but worldwide who have gotten their swag back. One thing that I love about the swag grads and the swag community is the camaraderie. It's the sisterhood that they have and, you know, just encouraging one another. And people tend to think that that is a, you know, that's a myth that women can't get along, that women can't encourage and support one another. But we know it to be true, uh, at least in the circles that we flow, that Women are one another's best cheerleaders and getting in an environment where you have like-minded people encouraging and supporting, not hating and comparing and just, you know, pulling one another down is, is important in going to that next level and, and, and experiencing that next level living. Absolutely. So, yes. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the dynamic duo of confidence and courage and discuss why they go hand in hand. So we'll be right back. Are you in search of a captivating speaker, creative consultant, or confidence coach for you, your church, or your organization? Well, look no further. Visit www.therealnicolesteel.com to book Dr. Nicole Steele or her dynamic team of passionate professionals. Okay, so before the break, we were discussing how awesome it is to work closely as business partners, the gym makers, and how both of our personal journeys have led us to a platform that focuses specifically on confidence and on courage. Mm -hmm. Can you share from your opinion why the two, confidence and courage, go hand in hand are, and are both essential to a person achieving their dreams and uh, reaching their full potential? Right. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And you and I have had several conversations about these two in main ingredients that we need, right? And we just said before our break that Confidence and courage are not dispositional, they're situational. And so when I think about confidence, it's the knowing, right? It's the knowing of who and whose we are. And once we gain that knowing, we then move from that confidence. Well, not move from it, but we take our confident selves and move into our courage zone and say, now that I know that I know, (laughs) now I'm ready to go, right? I got the knowing, now I'm ready to go. It's the going time. And that's where courage comes in. So courage allows us to now think through those actions of how we're going to do the thing that God has placed into us, right? And the things that we said that we know we need to do. So to me, if you cannot have one without the other, you got to know who you are and whose you are and in order for you to go to where you know you should be. And so- I think those woo, those ingredients together, those are the power punches. Boom, boom. <laughs> the superpowers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, you know, it, it painfully, you know, this is not something that either one of us has 
has always known or grasped. The reality mm -hmm. is we have not only had to, but have to continue, continue yes. to walk out yes. every single day. You know, yes. like you said, one is not, it, you can't have one and really, again, live your full potential because yes, you could be courageous, right? but if you are not confident in who you are, then you are likely to be following um, or, or trying to live expectations that others place on you. You know, you maybe find yourself bound by the, by the world, by family or friends or, right. you know, that's, ooh, no, 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 that's counterfeit courage. I'm counterfeit, girl. No. Exactly. <laughs> that ain't you. And it don't last. <laughs> it doesn't. It will always crumble. You talk about crumble confidence. That's what that is. Crumble counterfeit confidence. Yes, that so, is not, not, not sustainable. So not, I agree with you. at all. Ooh. So what have you found to be some of the barriers that people face when it comes to building courage in particular? Mm, the F words. Mm. The F words. <laughs> more. I, and I'm a, I'm, this, these are bad words. So yeah, we're going to say the F words here. They're fear and failure, right? Fear and failure keep people bound and from moving into their courage zone. Um, those are the two biggest ones. And I think when I, I think I heard it the best said, um, doubt and fear um, kill dreams and visions and every, all the other things that we think of then, then courage or risk-taking ever will, right? Yeah. So those are the things that keep us from moving into the new role that we want to have or the writing the book that we know we should or starting that, that business that we desire to do or, you know, doing something, whatever it might be that you said that you really want to do. Those are the things that really keep you bound, fear and failure. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, many people have heard the old uh, story about um, how how cemeteries are one of the richest places because so many that are buried there, uh, mm -hmm. along with their mortal bodies, are all the dreams, all of the talents, the gifts, the again, the unwritten books, the the courses, the whatever that that invention whatever it is that they had but fear or fear of failure yep. kept them bound and and it left the world empty exactly. uh, you know or 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 because you know when god has something that needs to go forward he chooses people That's but right. people have to answer the call so ultimately if somebody says no or they drop the ball he can find somebody to replace yeah. you. And I don't want that to be my story. I don't want it to girl. be anybody else's story that's listening here. So, you know, not that we will never feel fear right. or experience failure. That's part of life. But <laughs> what happens is we get stuck on the fear and failure freeway and we just keep going. You know, in here in Atlanta, 285, there's a circle and you just keep going and going and going. But I choose to get off. <laughs> I don't want to stay there forever because when you think about fear, people people fear um, that there is fear of failure, but there's fear of success. There's fear of other people's reaction. There's fear of, you know, what if I'm not good enough? What if I, all of these fears and all that dirty talk that goes on in your head, right? That you just talking so dirty to yourself that you don't need anybody else to do it for you. 
That's and then the failure piece is sometimes people have tried something before and it didn't work out. So instead of moving past that failure, we've allowed that to just be our anchor. And it's just and not an anchor in a good way, but it's tanked us and pulled us down and keeps reminding us that we failed at something. That's and it. I have to look at my failures as something. And I think we, we try to get away from that word. Oh, it's not fa- failure. Sometimes we do. We fail at something. But what did you learn from that failure? I can tell people what not to do. Ever <laughs> do this because I tried it and it didn't work. I'm an expert at that. <laughs> Don't do it. But but you have to also take a breath, give yourself permission to try again. Yeah. It's okay that you failed at something because it means that you tried something, you attempted something, and that should be commended. Yeah. I mean, it's been proven that some of the most successful people in in history mm-hmm. failed over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. But overcoming that fear and trying and trying again and trying that perseverance paid off in the end. And so um, it's important. It is really, really an important uh concept to grasp a hold of and the younger the better it's never too late i mean for any listeners who might feel like well my time is coming gone and i'm you know now a seasoned senior and and my dreams will never come about it's if you have a pulse you have a purpose Woo, that's great and so, you know, start today, figure out what can I do? What little step can I do to begin to overcome my fears, to build my courage and my confidence to live the life that God has called me to live? Um, now, I know several years after you wrote the book, Girl, Get Your Swag Back, God came tapping you on the shoulder, <laughs> hugging Tugging, saying, okay, I need you to pull your pen out and I need you to begin to write book number two. (laughs) You share with the listeners how courage played a significant role in that project and was the was the essential ingredient in it becoming a reality. Courage was a major, major key. And can you tell them what if her purse could talk is about? Absolutely. And so that is the title of the the compilation is If Her Purse Could Talk. And how If Her Purse Could Talk started, honestly, it was a blog that I was writing for my for my Soul Inspirations blog. It was shortly after I, I wrote Swag. I was sitting in the middle of my floor and I was looking at all these purses that were in my closet and I was cleaning them out and I saw where I had been. I had plane tickets, church announcements, toys, snacks, pages of swag that were in some, (laughs) some purses. It was just very interesting. And I just began to see where God had taken me from. And then I started looking at the outer appearance of these purses as well. And they'd gone the distance with me. Some had gaping holes in them and where I found some things that I thought I lost that were all in that purse and the outward uh, pieces, even the straps, the tearing and the, the fringes and all of that that had just worn, been, had been worn. And I just took that and just took a look at it and how it really represented the container of our life and what we hold. And so 
I, I read that to my sister and she said, that's another book. I said, not so. <laughs> not so, not right now. And God said at the beginning, uh, excuse me, of um, uh, last year that when we went to a royal retreat, um, that he was tapping on my head and said, yes, it is so. And I required something of you. This, there's more. And so as I started thinking about this task that was before me, I went on a walk and a talk with the Lord. And he said, I didn't have to do this by myself. And so the courage came into play where I had to be totally obedient to what he was giving me. He was telling me to go get these beautiful daughters that he had surrounded me with and brought into various aspects of my life that had skills and abilities and desires also to, to write. And so it, I had never written a compilation. I had never led one. I never knew I had a desire to do this. <laughs> and so I had to ask, you know, would these beautiful women, including Dr. Nicole Steele, would she be willing to open up her purse and answer the question, if your purse could talk, what would it say? And they said, yes, they answered the call. And so I, I tell you what, one of the biggest fears for me um, that I had to overcome was knowing that this was going to cost me something. I didn't know what, but it was going to cost me something. It was going to require me to actually look at what the, the, the things that I had going on in my life. It was going to require me to give up some time and some energy and some whatever it was, but I knew it was going to cost me something to write this compilation. But Dr. Steele, I'll tell you what, I weighed the cost and I had to say, I could either choose to be disobedient and pay that cost, be disobedient to what God had called me to do, or I could pay the cost of writing this book and get, get through with what God said me to, sent me to do. And so if her purse could talk was birth. So, <laughs> Cause I was not about to pay the cost of being <laughs> disobedient, but it took me to put, go all the way into my courage zone to do something I had never done before. Um, and to see it all the way to fruition. And so here we are, we, there were 12 of us that wrote this book. Um, talk about sisterhood. I mean, being able to encourage one another as we were writing this and like, oh my gosh, God is telling me to write this and he's pouring this out. He is telling me to put this on pages so people can read it. <laughs> so these 12 women were vulnerable and went into spaces that they just didn't know that they were going to go into. And here we have a compilation of beautiful stories of purses that were open for other women to be able to find the courage to open up their purse. So here we are. Yes. <laughs> one, of, one of the things that I love, I, I mean, I love all the projects, but with this particular project, um, coupled with the global travel that you have um, been blessed to do in your, mm -hmm. in your other profession as a, as a corporate trainer, mm -hmm. when you think about purses, purses are universal. Yeah. You found yourself on every continent <laughs> on earth. And whether you are in a country where they speak English, mm -hmm. women still have purses. Yes. And it's amazing to hear about some of the connections that God has allowed you to make on a global scale because this is so much bigger. And even for listeners who are tuning in, I know that we have people worldwide 
tuning into a priceless perspective. But just the fact that God could use something as common as a purse Mm -hmm. to minister and bring healing and wholeness and joy and laughter Mm -hmm. to women and girls all over the globe. I think it's pretty amazing. But going back to it, it wouldn't have been possible had it not been for you being courageous. So looking back, do you have any regrets? I don't. You know, I, I don't at all. I As I was going through this whole piece and, and sitting at the feet of other people who have done, you know, compilations, I went through this shaking in my boots and doing it afraid, as Joyce Meyer says, you know, um, but I have no regrets. I have absolutely no regrets. I think back to all of what we did and I'm so encouraged because every time I say that name, the name of the book, If Her Purse Could Talk, you should see the eyes of the women and men light up because they're like, ooh, what? Whoa. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So no regrets. Well, I know there's likely some people who are listening who recognize that there's a cost. Um, to both confidence and courage. And some of them may be listening and they're not quite sure whether they're willing to pay the cost or whether it'll really be worth it in the end. What would you say to those individuals who, like you, are at that place that you were many years ago that says, I'm looking at everything. I know it's going to cost me something. It's going to cost me time. It's going to cost me cut off television and focus some attention. It might cause me to have to take some courses or humble myself because maybe I'm entering into a space that I'm not knowledgeable of. So now I have to become a student and sit at the feet of someone who's more wise. It may cost financially. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to invest in you in this season but maybe it's going to cost you relationally maybe you have determined that you know what if i say yes everyone may not be able to come with me whether it's friends whether it's family it may be taking you out of your work environment and placing you into a new environment and like you said getting outside of your comfort zone what kind of advice would you give to listeners who are sitting there going I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. What would you say to them? Oh, my goodness. If that is you and you are sitting right on the cusp of making that decision, I need you to ask yourself this question. Is it worth not paying the cost? Which one is worth it, right? Paying the cost of obedience or paying the cost of not being obedient and watching your vision, your dream, everything else that you know that God has given you to be carried out by someone else. Because as the word says, he, his word does not return void. It will, it will be carried out. So ask yourself that, which is worth it. And so if you can honestly answer to yourself that you will be willing to pay the cost of being disobedient to that, then I say, good luck with that. I, you know, I, I pray for you <laughs> on that, but I, I don't think that that's the answer. I really don't think that's what you would answer. So my advice to you is to embrace the fear that you feel. 
Think about the things that it is that you really want to do and who you're doing it for. Because it's not just for you. It's for other people. We are connected to other people. And I would say right now, if I didn't write swag, if I didn't, you know, listen to God tell me to leave this compilation for if her purse could talk, I can't imagine what would have happened because he uses us to unlock the power and the potential of other people. So it wasn't about me. So I had to get over myself (laughs) and know that God's purpose was bigger than me. Mm -hmm. So that is the advice that I would leave with you is to really ponder on that and and answer those questions for yourself. Because my sister, my brothers who might be listening as well, Mm -hmm. um, sitting next to a fabulous sister, I, I need you to know that your purpose is bigger than you, bigger than you. I'm so glad you touched upon it because... When, you know, it it is really easy to get into our feelings and I don't feel like it. I don't feel smart enough. I don't feel brave enough. I don't feel equipped enough. Let me just wait for a perfect time, although a perfect time will will never come. But to think that there are people who are waiting for you to get into position. There are people, uh, I love it, our our team member, Audra McDaniel says, there's an audience waiting to hear your voice, your voice. Yes. I can say it one way, but there's an audience. And an audience, for those of you who say, well, I don't have a desire to write books, or I don't have a desire to speak or to have a business, your calling, your purpose may have to do with the children that you're raising. That's right. It may have to do with the the, uh, aging parents and the people in their Mm -hmm. space that you are bringing joy to in their latter years in life. It may have to do with, you know, the outreach ministry at your church and you being a voice and support right in that small group that you're in, who knows, it may be on the job, but there are people who are connected to you and you fulfilling and tapping into your purpose, gaining the confidence and the courage to step out. And to obey whatever that is that God is calling you to do is essential. Mm-hmm. And as he said, think I shudder to think about the alternate because we're all going to have to give an account. Yeah. We're all going to have to give an account. I have, I, have, I have talked to dear friends who have, have had a call and have been clear and have allowed fear or, or a lack of confidence to prevent them from stepping forward and they have experienced exactly what you say D where they have seen I, re- I remember there was one young lady who had design fashion design and she said that she walked past in the mall uh, a storefront and looked and saw the exact design everything exactly as God had given it exactly as she had written down in a notebook years prior but she had dragged her feet She said that it was so painful that she just right there in the mall fell to the ground and just just screamed Mm. because of the pain of knowing this is in a major department store. This is my vision. This is my. But like you said, his word will not return void. And he's just looking for willing vessels, people who are willing to say, I'll go, I'll do it, I'll Mm. say it, I'll write it. I, I don't know what I'm doing, Lord. I'm going to depend on you, but I'll go. That's, he's not looking for perfect people. He's looking for available. Woo. Yes. That's good. That's good. 
<laughs> I tell you, I can't believe how time flies. Time flies here on a priceless perspective. But the good news is Miss D. Parker is a regular on the show. And so in the weeks to come, we're going to dive much deeper into these two topics of confidence and courage. We're going to be providing practical tips and tools to help you move the needle. We hope that you will find comfort, find a safe space. This will be one of those safe spaces where you can take off the mask. She talked about masks in uh, Girl, Get Your Swag Back. But this is a place where you can take off that mask, put it on the shelf, sugar. And just come in real and transparent and know that you are among friends Friends who've been there, done that, and, and are still doing it. Because in all transparency, it doesn't stop. When it comes to courage and confidence, it's like a muscle. It's like a muscle. And if you don't use it, you will lose it. That's and right. so Dee can attest, I can attest that it's something that we have to wake up every day and challenge ourselves to walk in every single day. You never arrive. I don't care if you're listening and you're just getting started or you may be a well-polished, got-it-together sister that, you know, is doing great things. But even if you're honest, you would say that even in your glory and your greatness and all of your achievements, you have to make a conscious decision every day. Am I going to walk in courage? Am I going to go into this boardroom? Am I going to make this presentation? Am I going to teach these kids? Am I going to raise these children? Like, whatever it is in the dating world, am I going to date this man? What, how am I going to show up? How you show up matters. And so having a safe space to be able to have conversation, to be transparent, real, and to hear from other people who can say, me too, I, I feel you, girl, but we can do it. Not the ones that are going to say, me too, girl, let's just sit right here. <laughs> You don't, you don't want those. You don't want those. The ones that are going to say, girl, let's, let's, let's leap together. Me and Dean, right. we have a term that we say, just push the button. That's right. Push the button. Push it. <laughs> and so she, she, she pushes me to push the button. Push it, push it. You know, <laughs> leap. What are we going to do? We're going we gonna, we gonna to try out and we're going to find out. So you need some good sister friends that are going to help you with that. So in closing, Dee, do you have any... Uh, closing remarks or tips, uh, suggestions for people who are listening. Yes, yes, yes. I would, I, I think we said a whole lot here, right? And what I really want to leave behind is this. You, it's a choice every day. And I think we just said that it's an intentional choice every day. And I encourage you to make a choice every day to move out of your comfort zone and find your way into your courage zone. What that? What is that one thing that you will do today, not tomorrow, but today, that allows you to operate in your courage zone? I challenge you to do that, and I challenge you to finish what you start. Oh, girl, we got to do a whole show <laughs> on starters and finishers. We got to, for real, we got to have a whole show on that. Yes. Because the reality we know some people are great at starting, yes. but they never finish. Yes, you know I love that question. Yes, yes. but we're going to have to dive deep into that. <laughs> so for the listeners who are interested in where they can find copies or purchase copies of your book or get plugged into 
the six-week swag courses or start a small group, how can they um, find your products and or follow you on social media? I'm on social media under Dion. That's D-E-Y-O-N-N-E. Parker.com is, excuse me, that's my website, DionParker.com, but I'm also out there on social media under Dion Parker. Um, you can also go to theswaguniversity.com. If you don't put the in front of swag university, I don't know where it will take you and I'm not responsible. So I'm just letting you know. <laughs> it is theswaguniversity.com. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Pay attention, people. Pay attention. <laughs> So if you are listening and you're seeking speakers or presenters, maybe you have an upcoming conference, a women's retreat, a corporate event, and you're looking for keynote speakers or workshop presenters, uh, Dion and myself, as well as other members of our team, are readily available to travel worldwide to, uh, to help empower the ladies, leaders, and little girls in your circle. So we invite you to visit gym makers which is at www.gymmakers.org and that's gym as in the diamond gym g-e-m-m-a-k-e-r-s dot o-r-g on the website you'll find more about our coaching and consulting services many of the products and services that we offer as well as you can complete a presenter's inquiry form and one of our team members can give you a call back and talk to you about how we can Bring this message of confidence and courage to your city or your town. Yeah. Uh, as mentioned, stay tuned for future episodes with the Courage Coach, Miss Dion Parker, and uh, other members of our Priceless Posse. Uh, you can find us online. Uh, you can you can plug into uh, other episodes, archive shows at www.pricelessperspective.com. You can also join the conversation with us online. Uh, You can also download the new app for your mobile device uh, called My Confidence Coach. And you can get that um, in both the Apple Store or in the uh, Android Store. So we invite you to take it with you. Now we're mobile and we are global. So <laughs> I, I thank you again, Dee, for joining me at the table. Uh, I thank you listeners uh, for tuning in. And um, I'd like to extend a special thank you to our producer, Miss Nicole Bramwell of She Ventures LLC. I am the confidence coach, Dr. Nicole Steele, and it has been real. As always, I challenge you to walk in confidence and shake off doubt, remembering you were, des- you were not designed to fit in, but you were created to stand out. We'll see you around and look forward to seeing you at the next Priceless Perspective. Have a good evening. Dr. Steele helps ladies and leaders walk with confidence and shake off doubt while being reminded they weren't created to fit in, but designed to stand out. Do you have a product or service that you are interested in sharing with ladies, leaders, or little girls? If so, visit www.pricelessperspective to learn about advertising opportunities or being featured on the Priceless Picks portion of our show. 
Thank you for tuning into A Priceless Perspective with Dr. Nicole Steele, the confidence coach. This priceless podcast has been brought to you in part by Diamond in the Rough and Gym Makers, LLC. For more information on this podcast, previous episodes, programs, or products, or to simply join the conversation, check us out online at www.pricelessperspective.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Real Nicole Steele and tell a friend.